Welcome to the Collide Kids Podcast, hosted by Kristen Clark. This is a show for kids and families. You are going to meet new people and have fun while you listen. Let's do it! Hey, y'all. Welcome to the Collide Kids podcast. This is our third podcast, and I'm just so thankful that you're here and listening today. If this is your first time listening, so glad you're here too. The Collide Kids podcast is a weekly show where fun and faith collide. I'm your host, Kristen Clark, and the two kids you heard at the beginning are my kids, Karis and Ethan. There is also a kids-only segment at the end of every show where kids just like you send in recordings of their favorite jokes or quotes or Bible verses. You could be on the show too. I'll give you some information about that later, but first I want to introduce my guest for today. Her name is Erica Bowman. She's a friend of mine, and Erica has been serving as the children's director in her church in Lilburn, Georgia for just over five years, and this is also the church she attended when she was a kid, so that's pretty special. Erica is a good friend I met a few years ago when we did a theater production together. It was a musical, and I was working with a tech crew backstage. I was the person that helped all the actors and actresses put their mics on, and Erica was one of the performers I had to help. Well, somehow, I always ended up also styling Erica's hair for every show. I think she tricked me into fixing her hair because I like to do that kind of stuff, and she said she didn't know how. (laughs) Well, when I had the idea to do the podcast or to start the podcast, Erica was one of the first people I reached out to because she is so encouraging and fun, and she is so good at teaching the Bible in a way that kids can understand. So I I had to have her on my show. Get ready. We laugh a lot today. Here is my conversation with Erica Bowman. always have to make sure. Well, I'm so glad you're on the podcast today. Thank you for being here, Erica. Um, One of the benefits that I have of having a podcast is I get to have people on that I really like, and I'm a big (laughs) fan of yours. So so will you introduce yourself and just um, tell everybody who you are and what you're all about? Yeah, uh, my name is Erica Bowman. I'm the children's director at Wilburn First Baptist Church. So I get to work with kids from birth all the way up to fifth grade, and I love it so, so much. We have such a good time together. Um, I love animals. I love Chick-fil-A. I love bread and desserts and any other kind of carb that I can get my hands on. Um, And I love Jesus. Those are the big things in my life. Is it in that order, though? No, Jesus, I saved the best for last. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's much. Jesus is number one, but if you're- Maybe Chick-fil-A can be too. Yeah, because it's the Lord's chicken for that's sure. Right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you have grown up in the church that you're working in, right? So tell us about that. Yeah. So um, I actually started going to this church when I was in elementary school, um, and uh, my family stayed here till I was in high school. Um, my parents ended up going to another church, but I stayed here because um, I had great connections here and have just been here for a long time, which is 
really cool to see how the Lord has grown and changed the church, but even how he's grown and changed me um, over time. So it's been such a fun time. Um, it feels like family because I've known them for most yeah. of my life, but yeah. Yeah, great. you must really like that church to be able to go there since you're I, in elementary school. All I the way do. I love it so much. <laughs> Either that or they won't let you leave. That Maybe a combination of both. Who knows? Might be both. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, one of the things that um, I, I want to do something fun. Let's start with something fun because this is a podcast for kids. And so mm-hmm. uh, their families might be listening too, but this is really just for kids. And we like to start with something fun. You know yeah. that because you're in children's ministry like Absolutely. me. Uh, so when you work at a church with kids, you got you to gotta do some fun stuff to get the wiggles out. So for us to get the wiggles out on an audio type of show, um, I think uh, we should hear your best joke. Do you have a good joke you could share with us? Yes. Um, okay. Um, where did the general keep his armies? Where did the general keep his armies? I don't know. Up his sleeves. <laughs> get it? Arms. Leaves. It's not that funny, but it is. <laughs> yeah, that's what I like to stick to. Things that aren't that funny, but they are. But they are. You still laugh, but you're like, that's not okay. That's good. <laughs> Sorry, kids. <laughs> I'm cool, I promise. And now they've changed it to a different show. Okay. I'm stay sorry. with us. Stay with us. Great. We got good stuff. Um, well, and you also mentioned that you love the zoo. Is that what mm-hmm. you said earlier? So tell us why you like the zoo so much. Um, I think the zoo, the zoo is such a cool place to see how creative God is. I mean, think about Mm -hmm. the fact that he fought up a giraffe, like a horse with a 20 foot neck and he fought up (laughs) naked mole rats and elephants and all of these things. Like how crazy is that? So I love, um, I love getting to see God's creation, um, from all over the world in one place. So I'm a zoo member. Uh, I love it. You're a member. I am a member. I've been a member for four years. I actually just went this past week. Okay. So. Can I tell you that one of the things that I don't like is the zoo. Ooh. So I have, I've been like on class trips where I was mm-hmm. like the teacher's helper. I was a uh-huh. teacher assistant for a little while and did some different things and it was hot. It was sweaty. <laughs> the animals are not like all close together. And I get that. I don't want that. I want them to have space to run. Mm -hmm. But if I want to see the lion after I see the elephant, I got to walk a mile with (laughs) first and second graders. And they're all trying to hold my hand at the same time. And we keep losing this one kid because he keeps running into the the gift shop or the Mm -hmm. pond. (laughs) So I don't, I don't think I have good memories of the zoo. So I really like your perspective on it because you do get to see, you get to see animals that you would not normally get to see in your backyard. That's yeah. pretty cool. And a really good secret is to go in the fall when it's cooler. So hmm, maybe I'll okay. take you when it's not so hot. We can have a zoo date. I'll change your mind about the zoo. Okay. Change my mind. Yes. Change my <laughs> mind. <clears throat> Unfortunately, we live in Georgia, which the fall is not very um, cool. Okay, winter. The zoo so Atlanta we- <laughs> is open um, every day, but like Christmas. Okay. So we'll go to zoo Atlanta in December. Perfect. Perfect. Let's date. do it. All right. It's a date. I love it. All right. <laughs> well, um, let's talk about, I want us to talk about your, um, we have like a little topic we're going to cover each, um, episode. And so one of the things that I feel like something that you could really speak to is about trusting God and trusting God when it's hard. And you've been, 
um, going through some different things in your life. And you also have some friends that are going through some things about trusting God. So what is it about trusting in him that is so important? We'll be right back after this. You know, raising kids in the digital age isn't easy, but Bark Technology makes products that help parents keep their kids safe online and in real life. They have an app, a phone, and a home device that lets families set parental controls on their internet-connected devices. I love the app because it helps us manage screen time and blocks websites and apps we want our kids to avoid. It also sends alerts and gives us the ability to monitor texts and social media and even track your child's location. Visit bark.us to learn more about how you can keep your kids safe online. Use the code COLLIDEKIDS to get 15% off your subscription of the Bark app. I feel like um, it's not always easy to trust God and to follow God. Um, And I think that has a a lot to do with a lot of things. I think that um, you can't really trust God halfway. Um, You don't always have friends that understand why you trust God. Um, Maybe even have family that don't understand why God is worth trusting. Um, And so I think it's not always easy, but it's so important because that's how you get through it. Like, um, God wants to walk through you, walk with you, um, through everything that you're going through. Um, he's got incredible promises that are true for us that are in his word, the Bible. Um, and, and the way that we get through this life, the way that we follow him well is by trusting that his promises are true. I think so. Um, I think it's hard. We, especially when we're younger, it's easier to trust in things that we can see mm -hmm. and God, you can't really, see. So, so that's, that's hard. That's a hard thing to learn. But I think if, if kids can learn now to trust in a God, they can't see then later in their life, it gets easier and you, you learn more. And like you said about reading your Bible, that's the best way to get to know God Absolutely. and to get to know those promises he gives us. What are some of the, your favorite promises from the Bible? Um, I think a really great promise is in second Peter one verse three, and it talks about how his divine power has given us everything for life and godliness. Like he's, mm-hmm. he's given us everything we need to live the lives that he wants us to live and to follow him. Um, I think that another great promise is, um, in Ephesians three, starting in verse 20. And it says that, um, he is able to do more than we can even think of or ask for or imagine through the power of his spirit in us. Think about that. He can do more than you can imagine through the power in you. That's- I have a pretty big imagination. So I like that verse too, because it reminds me that my imagination, even though it's big, is not bigger than God's. Yes. Um, so there are so many great promises um, in God's word. I mean, we could have a thousand podcasts, just going over the promises of God. <laughs> True. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, tell us about, uh, you've been studying a parable in the Bible. Yes. And so you, you were um, talking about, we were talking about that earlier. Uh, first of all, what is a parable? Um, so a parable <laughs> is not like a Lunchable. Um, a parable. Ooh, I love Lunchables. <laughs> I, um, I, 
Yes, they all the Kilt kids had Lunchables in school. Yes, the pepperoni uh, but, ones were so good. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. What is a parable? No, a parable is not like a Lunchable. It's a story um, that Jesus used to explain things in a way that we could understand or a way that the people he was talking to understood. So he would use them to share big ideas in a way that people understand. Yeah, um, I like that about Jesus. He He wanted people to understand what he was yes. getting at and he did it in a creative way. That was mm-hmm. really cool. Okay. So you, we were talking about the parable of the man who sold his field. Tell us about that. Okay. So um, this is from Matthew chapter 13 and it says that the kingdom of heaven, it's like a treasure hidden in a field and a man finds that treasure. And when he finds it, he buries it again. He goes and he sells everything he owns everything he owns so that he can go by the field and he does it with joy. Um, So that's the scene, right? Like he finds a treasure, he hides it, he sells everything and he goes and buys that field in his joy. Hmm. Um, Yeah. Like, and that didn't really make sense to me when I was younger. I was like treasure in a field. I I don't get it, but, but uh, I've kind of learned that it really means that when we follow Jesus, Jesus is really asking us to give up everything to follow him. Like his disciples, he said, come and follow me. And they left everything to go follow him. But what we get when we do that is worth so much more than we leave behind. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, I think about this treasure and I'm like, if you had the opportunity to have the biggest treasure ever discovered, and all you had to do was sell what you have to get the greatest treasure known to man, that's a no brainer, right? Mm -hmm. Like, let's go, let's sell the house. Let's sell the cat. Let's sell everything. (laughs) Let's go get this treasure. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think that's such a cool um, parable. And, and Jesus is saying, you know, it's just like following me, right? Like Mm. you give up things, but what you get is so much greater. And that's one of those things that, that we have to trust when we follow Jesus is that there are times when we have to say no to things, right? Like um, we have I think that's hard. We have to get like, that's a hard thing to think about. Like, I don't want to give up something good. What are some of the things you think maybe as kids, we kids would have to probably give up or, or adults. I think it applies to both. Um, yeah. The first one I thought of was like friendships that are not good for you. Mm -hmm. Um, like people that they might be really cool. They might be really funny. They might be, um, they might love to talk to you, but you get in trouble in class with them all the time. Yeah. Or they're talking about things that are hurting other people or mm-hmm. they're, they're being a bully to someone. And even though it makes you look cool to hang out with them or to talk to them, it's, it might not be a good idea. Um, what are some other things you think about? Like we need to, we need to give up for the sake of following Jesus. Um, I think um, another thing is like thinking about what we watch or what we listen to or games mm. that we play that maybe have things in them that don't really honor or please God. They may have words we don't need to listen to, or they may have like really violent content or something. Um, so Jesus may want us to give up those things so we can fill our minds with things that are pleasing to him um, and, and build us up and bring us closer to him. Um, I think about maybe uh, the way we spend our time. Maybe we'd rather uh, come home and play on our device. And maybe we would, uh, 
be better off loving our brother and our sister well or helping mm -hmm. our mom and dad and serving others instead yeah. of just focusing on ourselves, but focusing on others. Those are some uh, big things that I can think about anyway. Yeah, I think that's good. And I think there's a, a lot of times where it's different for different people. So mm -hmm. there might be different people that God is not asking you really to give up something you love, but maybe he's asking you to step outside of your comfort zone to not mm -hmm. be so quiet. Like some people, um, I'm not like this. I don't think you're like this. <laughs> no, you're some, not. some people I know that are very genuinely shy and introverted mm -hmm. and it's hard. It's hard to talk to other people. Mm -hmm. It's hard to be someone's friend um, who's having a bad day. You don't like, I don't know what to say, but <laughs> even just stepping into that moment and saying hello or, yes. um, or stepping out of your comfort zone and being willing to talk to someone. I think those are big things that we can do that, that show that we trust in Jesus. Cause we know that it's, it's going to benefit us better. Like we're going to come mm -hmm. on the other side with a good friend yeah. or we're going to be known as someone that stands up for other people. So yeah. Um, I mean, I think that God doesn't ever ask us to give up something that he's not willing to trade us for something better. That's good. Yeah. You know? Say that again. God is not willing to make us give up anything that he doesn't want to trade for something that's so much better. If that yeah. is a friend, if that is the way we spend our time, if that is getting out of our comfort zone, he has so much more in store for us. Yeah. Is that something that's happened to you? Have you seen that in your life? I think I have for sure. Um, I think about maybe the times in my life where I didn't want to get out of bed in the morning to spend time reading um, my Bible and spend time in prayer because I love to sleep. I am passionate about sleep. Amen. Um, <laughs> and I, I didn't want to get out of bed earlier, but let me tell you that when I started getting up in the morning and saying, the first thing I'm going to do is spend time reading God's word and spending time in prayer man, the way that changed my day, the way that changed the way I felt in my attitude and the way I interacted with other people, it's crazy. Like mm. it was so amazing. Um, and it's such a small thing, like get up a little bit earlier and spend time with God. And it changed, it changed so much for me. Yeah. There's I, a, um, a Bible teacher that I love. Her name's Jackie Kendall. And she said when she was a, a teenager, someone gave her a Bible for the first time. So she had never had a Bible before and they gave her a Bible and they said, read this every day for seven minutes. Mm -hmm. And so she said, that's just a discipline I still have as an adult is even if I don't have like a big devotional or I don't have time to study, you know, the Bible for an hour, even just setting a timer and being willing to read the Bible for seven minutes. I thought that's mm -hmm. so good. Like anybody could do that. Absolutely. And I wish that someone had told me that when I was <laughs> a kid, I'm me like, I, I think about how much I missed because I didn't start when I was in third grade, when I could read, I read a lot yeah. of stuff, but I wasn't reading my Bible. Yeah. And there's some great devotionals too. So if, if, like the, cause there's a lot of big words in the Bible, like there are. even yeah. for us adults, we're like, what does that say? Um, because it's not, they're not American words. You know, this True. is from uh, the people um, of Israel. So yes. a lot of those words are different. And, um, I love like the Jesus calling for kids, mm -hmm. uh, devotional. And then mm -hmm. there's, there's another one, the Jesus storybook Bible. Have you ever read that? <laughs> yeah. I, like I love that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My kids like that one too. And there's another one that just came out by Bob Goff. I love Bob Goff, by the mm -hmm. way, he's so much fun. And he has a kid's book as well. Um, that's really good. So there's places yeah. where you can start it, If the Bible seems like too big 
mm-hmm. of a, a task. Just don't wait until you're an adult to learn how to read the Bible. Start don't now. Wait, kids. Yeah, <laughs> please. We're telling you from the other side. Do it. <laughs> um, awesome. Well, um, is there any way that we can like? What are some ways that we can follow? Like, say we. I'm sorry. Say we are following God. Mm-hmm but we don't know how we can follow God better. You know what I mean? Like we feel like, I, I think I'm doing a pretty good job. What, how can we kind of up it a little bit or make sure we're on the right path? So I think um, something that I find that I tend to do a lot when following Jesus is I say, all right, God, I am not doing all the things you said don't do. So I'm trying not to lie. I'm trying not to do this, but I don't think about what I can do for God. Mm-hmm. So I think going from just not being about, do's and don'ts, but saying like, I'm going to go love this person at school really well. I'm going to be a good friend. Like think about what you can do to love others um, because God loves it when we love others, Mm -hmm. right? Like that's a way that we can worship and serve him is by loving others really well. Um, So that would be one thing I'd say is think about not just about things not to do, but think about what you can do for God because you can serve God now, even though you're in third or fourth or fifth grade, like God wants to use you right now to serve him. So you can do that now. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's, that's that's huge. Yeah. I had a, uh, a kid that was a few years ago that was in my children's ministry and we were raising money for a missionary Mm -hmm. and he really wanted to do something on his own. And so he ended up planning a garden because he liked to work outside in the yard. Uh-huh. And so he planted a garden and he was selling his stuff that he was growing, uh, like flowers. And I think he had some, a few like vegetables and things and he was selling them to raise money for a missionary. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's amazing. We had another kid for this was the same thing. Um, they were, they did like a bake sale. Mm-hmm. So you could do, use the gifts you have, right. Or yeah. the things you like to do. If you like to draw, draw a picture and make it into a card and send it to yes, somebody. Absolutely. Like we talked about with the zoo that God is so creative. God mm-hmm. also made us unique in his creativity. Yeah. He made us so different. Like you were great at doing hair. I am not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, God wants to use the gifts and passions and skills and talents that you have to, to build his kingdom and to share them with others. So he doesn't want you to be someone else. He wants you to be the person he made you to be. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Well, cool. This was a lot of fun. Okay. Before yeah. we, before we wrap up, um, give us like a memory of when you were a kid or something that you loved to do when you were, when you were a child. Yeah. So I think one of my favorite things to do when I was a kid is every so often we would have like a family picnic movie night. Uh, mm-hmm. We would go uh, kids. You don't have to do this anymore, but we'd have to go somewhere to rent a movie. Um, we, we couldn't stream it. That didn't exist. Like uh, blockbuster. Yeah. We'd go to blockbuster and we'd get a movie and okay, uh, wait, we have to talk about what blockbuster is. Cause kids <laughs> don't know this now. Okay, okay. You know how Netflix is laid out and has tons of like pictures of movies and TV shows and videos. Well, blockbuster, it was a store and it had shelves of movies and uh, it was really cool when they got DVDs. They used to have VHS tapes and then they got DVDs. And so we'd go to the DVD section because that's where the new stuff was, you know? Well, you must add a lot of money. <laughs> um, yeah. And then you'd, you'd basically go pick out the movie that you wanted, bring it to the counter, right. and then you'd 
get to like rent it, you'd pay them some money and you'd bring it back uh, two or three days later. Yeah. So it's kind of like Redbox. Yes. They, they might be familiar with Redbox, you know, where you yeah. like go to the computer thing and mm-hmm. at CVS and you punch out and it gives you yeah. one. So it was similar. It was just a store. There was a store yeah. like that. So now we have Netflix, so we don't need Blockbuster, but that was a great place. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. We had to yeah. explain that. Yeah. So we'd go to Blockbuster. <laughs> we'd go to Blockbuster. We'd pick out a movie as a family um, and we'd come back and my mom would, uh, put out this big comforter that she had on the floor in front of the TV and we would sit on the comforter and we would eat dinner and uh, watch a movie. And I just remember that being some of the best times we used to watch this one movie called uh, the three ninjas. And then all of my brothers I, and sisters, we were jumping off the couch and kicking because we thought we were ninjas now because we watched this loved movie. That movie, the three ninjas. I was trying to find it for my kids. Cause we oh. just watched um, karate kid. We showed her yes. the, like the original karate kid, not the one with Will Smith's son. But like the eighties the one, you know? Yes, wax and on, I was wax like, off. oh, three ninjas. That reminded me of that. Oh, and I love that. The you sequel, love that the three ninjas kick back. Yes. yes. Oh, so and we I get love- it over and over again. Yes, yes, yes. I love I love family movie night. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. That's so fun. Yeah. Well, if we can if if the three ninjas is ever streaming on Netflix or Hulu or whatever you need to, you need to check it out. It's a great yeah. movie. I think <laughs> I, now I recommend it and I don't know if I should. <laughs> yeah. Um, parents, I encourage you to check out the parental guide before you <laughs> stream it yes. just in case. It was good. That was kids. It was like, it like home great. alone type of thing. It's, it's yeah. a good movie. Yeah. yeah. Great. Well, cool. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Absolutely. This was so fun. And I loved um, all the things you said, especially about how God never asked us to give up something that he's not willing to trade for something better. I think that's yes. something really important to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I love that you live that out in your life. So um, that's really encouraging. So thanks for being on the show. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. Did you have fun? I did. I don't know if you could tell, but I did. (laughs) I can't believe her favorite movie growing up was Three Ninjas. My brother and sister and I loved that movie. We loved renting that movie from Blockbuster. And I love that she loves the zoo and she wants to teach me to like it too. Maybe I will. I don't know. (laughs) I really like having a friend that I can laugh with. And also I can talk to that friend about trusting in God. Um, My favorite quote, really from today was when she said, God is not going to ask us to give up anything that he doesn't want us to trade for something better. That's so true. Um, And I hope that as you're continuing to grow and learn more about God and grow in your relationship with God, that's something that will will become special to you. (laughs) Um, She also taught us something about how God doesn't want us to be someone else. He wants us to be the person he created us to be. He, he's created us for a purpose. So good stuff today. Lots of laughs and lots of good good teaching. <laughs> um, well, now it's time for the kids only segment. This is the part of the show where kids just like you can be on the podcast. So check this out. Hi, my name is Eleanor Johnson. This is my joke. What did the ocean do when he saw his best friend? He waved. (laughs) Thanks, Eleanor. You know I love the beach and the ocean, so I love a good beach joke. That's great. (laughs) Um, 
Hey, I'd love to hear from you guys. I'd love to hear about your favorite Bible verse or an encouraging quote you like from a book or a movie, or maybe you have a great joke like Eleanor that you want to share. Have a grown-up help you go to my podcast website, anchor.fm slash collidekidspod. And on that page, there's a place for you to leave me a message. You can also find all this information on my social media pages as well. I'm on Facebook, the Collide Kids Podcast, or on Instagram at Collide Kids Pod. You could also subscribe to this podcast so that new episodes will automatically load each week into whatever podcast app you're using. This has been such a fun time of laughing with my friend, and I hope you've enjoyed today's show. Um, In case no one has told you today, just remember you are made for a purpose, and God loves you so much. Thanks for listening. Looking for help and hope can be a chore, and you don't need any more of those. So consider downloading the River Mobile app. It's a radio station committed to playing songs that will lift you up and help you out no matter what you're going through. Songs from artists like Lauren Daigle, Zach Williams, and Toby Mac. It's totally free with no subscriptions. Just search 1049 The River in your app store or listen online at riverradio.com.